Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. Hey Soul Sisters, do you ever have moments when you react or behave in a way that's out of character for you? You may feel jealous or bitter, competitive or angry, or maybe even have sexual thoughts about a friend's husband. Society sends us women powerful messages to be kind, generous, patient, forgiving, brave and moral. So what do we do when we have messy, ugly thoughts and urges that just don't fit with those societal expectations? People, we are complex creatures driven by conflicting emotions and motives often expressed as multiple sides of ourselves. On the one hand, there's our presentable idealized self the one that everybody sees and is well behaved. And on the other hand, there's the side that expresses depression and doubt, anger or selfishness and narcissism. Our dark side, the unwanted and unacceptable parts of ourselves that we struggle to deny or repress. Maybe we find it a little bit embarrassing to actually admit that we're having those thoughts or behaviours. We want to deny them. Anyway, I want to explore that because I uh, have been reading more and more on the interwebs and social media about our shadow side, and I'm really curious about that. So today I have with me in the studio the fabulous Rebecca Gibson. Hey, Beck. Hey, Mel. So for those of you who have not heard of Beck before, and she's been a bit of a regular on Hey Soul Sister, Beck is a forward-thinking psychic medium channel plus she's also a psychiatric nurse who has worked in maximum security jails with some of our most dangerous criminals and so Beck, I'm thinking you have seen some totally dark shadow sides of human beings so yeah yeah (laughs) the worst of humanity well everyone's seeing the worst of humanity playing out yeah, the redhead man <laughs> over in um the states, yes, with all the riots and Trump and all yeah, of that going that's, on. That's pretty much the worst of the collective shadow in one person. Yeah, and so I see you talk regularly about people's shadow sides. Yeah, yeah, yes, uh, I do. Yeah, is that something that you that you're curious about, or it's something I suppose as a psychic and again having worked in maximum security jails? Yeah, that you have seen so much of. I have. I've seen the worst of shadow, but we all have shadows. And it's really important for us to be living an authentic life where we have fulfillment and contentment and we're living our best selves. Then we have to do what's called shadow work and shadow alchemy and we have to look at those aspects of self rather than squishing them down because that's how they become shadow in the first place. It's all those things of self that we're just like, oh, I'm not dealing with that. I'm just going to squish it. All that trauma happened to me and I'm feeling this way. I'm just going to bypass it with positive thoughts and just get on with it. And that doesn't work. Because like I was saying before, really we're told from children that we're supposed to behave a certain way and think a certain way to be good, and especially with girls, to be the good girl. Yeah, be yeah. good, be quiet. Don't be too emotional, don't express yourself, don't be too loud. And so that will bring up a lot of feelings of 
not being able to express how you truly feel about things and then you do squish things down and then it sits there dormant in you and gets re-triggered again and again each time something happens to you and it just becomes worse. That kind of emotion, wherever that's stored, just starts growing. Yeah, And so really the shadow side of ourselves it is those repressed feelings and emotions that, that are more negative? Yes. So it's it's attached to our egoic thought, our personality, not our soul. And it will cause you to sabotage yourself. It will cause you to feel like a victim in circumstances. It'll cause you to be a brat, have tantrums. <laughs> It'll cause you to have tantrums on a massive scale. Maybe get competitive or jealous. Absolutely. Competitive, jealous, envy, completely shutting yourself off from everybody and not wanting to interact at all or be overly controlling, hoard, greed. Mm. I so, imagine uh, oh, there's a lot of billionaires who are holding on to the hordes that probably have a lot of shadow. Yeah. And so you would say everybody has shadow. Oh, absolutely. You can't not have shadow. We're all humans. We all have an ego. We all have been brought up in certain ways where we've learned through fight or flight or adaption that we have to suppress the way that we're feeling about things, not express ourselves healthily. And we've been propagated to in so many different ways throughout our entire life we're in our 40s, we grew up where people didn't talk about spirituality, no one talked about soul, it was like this unheard of thing and if you did, there was something wrong with you or you were too woo-woo or you'd be called a witch. So it's interesting, I you said something that just prompted a little thought in my brain. So I'm seeing a lot of, as well at the moment, people talking about frequency and, yep. you know, where you sit, you know, and it's like if you have, if you feel angry or if you feel sad, oh, that's low frequency, low vibration, that's really bad. You, you want to be high vibration and high frequency. Well, this is, see, this is a collective shadow of the spiritual arena where people spiritually bypass things, just like don't feel that, quickly change it around and feel this, which you do want to have higher vibrating things in the way that you alchemize your lower frequency emotions and stuff is to raise it but it's not a bad thing you can sit with these negative feelings for a while and this is the whole point of shadow alchemy and shadow work is to sit with them is to acknowledge them is to pretend pretending that they're not there and that you can just positive affirmation your way out of things just creates more shadow but it's funny but i i agree But it seems as though, and again, I'm seeing a lot of messaging, probably via social media, it's Mm. like, no, you shouldn't feel that way. So, you know, it's called spiritual bypassing and it's extremely unhealthy. And people, because it's such a large growing business now, the spiritual arena, people really need to sit in with themselves about what someone's saying. Does it feel right to them? Mm. But it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel jealous it's okay to feel envy it's okay to feel bitter sometimes but it's not okay to pretend it's not there and just think that you can do something quickly just to get your way through it but you're not moving through it and you're not clearing it you're just bypassing it and it's still going to be there and it'll be triggered later on so that's the thing if you don't actually deal with it and acknowledge it 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 will just rise later on yeah it so I always talk about shadows like roots. So if you have a weed, you don't want that weed anymore. You don't want that plant anymore in your garden. If you pull it out, you've got to get the whole root system out. If you don't get down into the deepest, darkest depths of the soil to pull out the whole root, it will stay there and it will grow again later. And that's yep. exactly how 
low frequency negative type emotions and I say negative in terms of frequency Hmm. that's what happens they'll just sit there so say something especially with trauma something really horrible happens to you and you just cannot process it right then and there a lot of people will just oh that's fine you know she'll be right make that thing that we say in Australia no worries it'll be okay and you just try and ignore it and so then you start doing things to distract you from it and you start developing maladaptive behaviors to move yourself away from that crappy feeling and then something will happen that will re-trigger it and you see it in post-traumatic stress and stuff it'll be re-triggered over and over again and so that's why shadow work and shadow alchemy is so important to just completely get all the root system of that weed out and then it's not there to be triggered anymore it's work let's get soulful on social media Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. So our dark side, our shadow side, that generally comes from events through life. No, it's it's nature and nurture. So shadow is very much its ego, self, and things that happen to the self and things that trigger you know feelings we don't like then there's the collective shadow where everybody's feeling the same thing and it's very apparent during 2020 then there's the biological ancestral stuff so the stuff that's passed down actually through your genes and then there's the family cultural stuff like white supremacy is a really good example of family cultural collective shadow so the most important thing is you can only control yourself yeah. So you do the work for yourself, how you're feeling, and you start having a look at your family cultural stuff that is shadow and you start having a look at the collective around you and who you're getting your information from and who you choose to spend your time with and what things you try like you choose to consume. Why do we need to get to know our shadow sides? Because if you if you don't acknowledge those aspects of yourself then you do develop maladaptive behaviours. So there'll be... So explain that, a maladaptive behaviour. So a maladaptive behaviour is having a tanty outside the Capitol <laughs> building. What we've just seen. Yes. <laughs> maladaptive behaviours are getting into so much scarcity during COVID that all of a sudden toilet paper disappeared across the world. It was like a collective shadow. And then the maladaptive behaviour was, I'm in scarcity, so I need to hoard and I have no concern for everybody else around me and I put myself first. Or emotional eating or substance abuse or addiction or, or you know, overspending yep. or any of that. You just start creating drama around your life and you start creating more negativity because you're looking to feel good but you're not going within like you're completely disconnected from your soul and so your ego is searching for something to feel good and so it'll do short-term things to feel good that actually are causing long-term problems yeah and would you say a lot of people are not aware of that they're not aware of their shadow side or all that behavior yeah most people aren't I wasn't. I have a look back at my life now. I'm absolutely appalled at some of the things that I've said and done, thinking that I was in the right at the time, but it was completely ego-driven. I was very disconnected from soul. And um, I'm really glad that I acknowledge aspects of self now that I ran from a long time ago. But once you acknowledge these parts of yourself, then you can help to heal them and you know, weed them out, remove them, and then it's no longer a problem. And so before you were talking about shadow work, so what is shadow work? There's shadow work and then there's like the deeper form of shadow alchemy. So shadow work is to actually sit there and have a look at the aspects of yourself that you've been running from, the the stuff that you've been 
hiding in the shadows. Yeah. So, for example, and bringing it to the light. Yeah, you, br- it you bring it awareness. to the light. You bring it to awareness, and then it's the awareness, the self awareness, that then you can create healing. Shadow alchemy is to turn it into light instead of just bringing it to the light and bring it into self-awareness is to completely alchemize it into gold and transform it into light and um, so for example we have what's called archetypes and they're just collective traits of personality and there's so many different archetypes and all of us will have like about 12 to 20 archetypes but we all share the same four archetypes which is Victim, inner child, prostitute, and saboteur. And so our inner victim is the one that thinks that we're so hard done by by everything that we've got no control over our life. Our inner child is the one that feels entitlement, feels that people need to look after them, I don't want to do anything, that kind of thing. You know, the the orange head man is very much in his inner child. That alchemizes into sovereignty and that is the total understanding that you are the creator of your reality even you're the create so there's some parts of reality obviously that you're going to be like a part of but you get to be in control of how you handle your reality so you get to create your reality a prostitute is the part of us that goes into scarcity goes into fear freaks out goes and gets all the toilet paper people pleases everybody will put everybody else first before her own needs its own needs and it alchemizes into lover and that's that part of ourselves these are my standards this is what i expect for myself and accept of myself and that is the good part of you the, the self-loving part of you and then there is the saboteur which will stop you from using your work to help others will keep you invisible will make you like hoard things and just sabotage growth and then it alchemizes into magician and the magician is the magic that comes out of you and the the creative aspects of you that you put out into the world and so you're alchemizing those aspects of the shadow and you're turning them so the saboteur stuff say i had a client today who's completely changed her website everything looks amazing but she hasn't released it and she hasn't told it anybody and she's been sitting on this gold mine for a month because she's sabotaging herself and so her magician is what created the website but her saboteur is keeping it from like putting it out so we did a lot of work what's your what's your saboteur saying why do you feel the need to keep yourself safe by not telling everybody what your magic is yeah so it's it stops us like all the books and art and the things that we watch, it's all magic. And can you imagine like some amazing things that you've read if that person said there, I can't yeah. can't put this, like your favourite book, I can't put this book out. Like who's going to want to read this? This is crap. Everyone's going to think that I'm an idiot. That's the shadow side. Yep. So do we get rid of our shadow side or how do we get rid of our shadow side? You're never going to get completely rid of shadow side because you're always going to have ego consciousness and but you can work on it by the self-awareness once you start to understand that you're a soul being and that you do a lot of work to communicate from soul more often than from ego consciousness and you start being self-aware of all those aspects of self that you don't like which would normally be mirrored back to you and other people so normally the things that really irk you about somebody else is because you're not willing to acknowledge that part of yourself so you're just very irritated and want to run from it which is funny because i've some i've been told that before and i actually find myself now if somebody is irking me i actually kind of will go 
oh, okay, if that, what's going on with my life? If that, exactly. if, that if that's annoying me, where is that showing up in my life? And it's confronting, but it's really good. Yeah, once you get that. past that confronting bit, yeah, because we don't resistance. want to admit it. You don't want to admit it. No, you don't want to. You don't want to admit it. It's like, that's why I guess that's why they call it your shadow side because no, you don't exactly want to admit right. it. <laughs> you don't want to admit it. You don't want to see those aspects of self that you see in others that you don't like. But once you're aware of it, then you know, okay, this is part of me. I can heal it. I can communicate it. I can apologize for it. I can make amends for it should the need be. And then you have to actually purposefully start doing the shadow alchemy and learn how to do it and be coached through it and yeah i found an article online and it was seven ways to face your shadow yeah what does it say (laughs) well the first one and i really like this it said to banish the shame and actually just be self-accepting because like yeah i go it's it's hard to admit that you're having these thoughts shame is probably the the barrier of the shadow, the first part of shadow, which is like, oh, come down here, guilt, come down here, narcissist, come down, come down high down here in the shadows where nobody can see you. Shame, she's kind of like the leader, like come down here because we don't like feeling shame. Shame is really easily triggered in us. It's, it feels gross. Shame feels it horrible. It does, absolutely. And it's so easily triggered because there's so many things that have occurred throughout your entire life that will make you feel shame. And I think as well through social media, we see so many people put our best face forward, and I do it, everybody does it. Yeah. We aren't, you know, we don't want to go, oh, by the way, I did this really crap thing because you get crucified for it. That's right. People are so judgy and there's shame around that. That's right. Yeah. And people will shame you into it but then won't allow you to evolve or fix it or mature from it this cancel culture kind of like you've done this so we don't want anything to do with you but they're not willing to let that person grow and change like everybody changes i've seen inmates leave after having years of recidivism you know they've been in and out of jail they've found something they've never been back to jail again they're like a completely different person but people look at their lives like well you went to jail for such and such means that you're a bad person and i don't want anything to do with you i'm like why are we expecting these people in society to correct their behaviour in correctional centres and improve on their lives and make themselves better if people are just going to want to shame them for something that happened 10 or 20 years ago? And I was just having this conversation with somebody a couple of weekends ago and we're like, everybody makes mistakes. Everyone. Everybody stuffs There's up. There's not one single person in the entire existence of humanity that has not made yeah. A minimum of one mistake. Yeah. Actually, I remember chatting to you, uh, it was oh, 18 months ago now, and I was really ashamed of something that I'd done and I told you about it. And you were like, really? You're worried about that? <laughs> oh, what are you more worried about that for? And I felt such release because I had felt such personal shame and was really judging myself. Exactly. And you were just like, oh, that's not even a thing. What are you even worried about that for? And I was like... Oh, I wish I'd shared that earlier. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's a lot of things. We, we're quiet about a lot of things that we feel shame about and it doesn't give us the opportunity to grow because we're not willing to have conversations about things mm. because we're so scared that people are going to think that I'm horrible and then they're going to want to wipe me off the face of the planet and that'll be the end of my social media, that'll be the end of my business, that'll be the end of my friendships. If I say this one thing about how I'm feeling, I'm going to get crucified for it 
and then all of a sudden my life will fall apart. So I'm just going to put it back down in my shadow and just pretend it's not there and do something in secret to make myself feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Forgiveness. Exactly. Forgiveness and self-compassion. It's so important. And then the more we forgive ourselves and the more we're self-compassionate with ourselves, the easier it is for us to be like that yeah. with others. And it's so it's so important. If we're all going to get through this particular global time of you know world shadow on display everywhere if we're not willing to be forgiving and compassionate of ourselves and others we're not going to get through this the way that we should be well interestingly that's another one of the things (laughs) on the list of seven ways to face your shadow is to meditate with a focus of self-compassion and acceptance for your own humanness oh it's it's so important because the people who aren't willing to have compassion for themselves, then pretend that there's nothing wrong with them. And then they're the ones that end up creating a ripple effect of problems um, amongst them. They're so disconnected from self that they they kind of go on the other side. Instead of diminishing themselves, they make themselves bigger. They make them, you know, their energy starts consuming and controlling everything around them. Yeah. And they become megalomaniacs in office. <laughs> <laughs> So it also says here to write in a journal, to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Writing Uh, in a journal is a really good one. I'm not one for journal writing, but it's really good for people who aren't willing to say it out loud yet to another person. Just acknowledging it by writing it. Is that why people journal? Because they want to share their deepest secrets that they... Oh, people journal for different reasons. I personally, my hand gets sore. I start (laughs) getting bored. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it, it's a it's a good way for people who aren't wanting to talk about it with someone else then write it down no one has to see it burn it burn it after if you don't want anyone to see it i i write a lot of things and burn it don't you <laughs> <laughs> and it says here to think of good qualities and accept the possibility that the opposite may also be true of you and that's okay Exactly. When you do the work, the shadow work and the shadow alchemy, then you can find the opposite. But if you're not going to be self-aware to acknowledge that part of yourself in the first place, then you can't find the opposite of it. And you don't heal your relationships with people that share and mirror back those attributes to you. So I were very, well, it was very disconnected, not good relationship with my mother. And I started having coaching with um, Crystal Andrus Morissette, who wrote this book called The Emotional Edge, which isn't doesn't actually mention that it's shadow work, but it's very much shadow work around your child and where you are now as an adult and you know, parental stuff. And we were talking and she says, what are the aspects that, about your mum that you can't stand the most? I'm like, it's her narcissistic nature. It's this and all this mm. form of narcissistic abuse growing up. And she said, well, then that's where are you narcissistic? And I was so offended. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean I'm narcissistic? How could you say that? And she says, look how triggered you're getting. And I'm like, because how, why would you say that to me? Yep. And she says, just breathe through it, Rebecca, and just like sit in it and like acknowledge it. And then I would acknowledge all the parts where I had been narcissistic and I had very much been like her and I'm like oh my lord this is gold it was such a like a relief and she's making me scream I'm a narcissistic warrior queen and I was like saying it and I felt better and better the more aware I became of it and then I could have a look at the traits that I didn't like about myself and heal them want to fill your soul with more go to thesisterco.com 
can Ashad Assad actually help us? Hmm, that's interesting. I'm not sure if it can. Because, no, I, I don't think that it can. We don't want to, because Shadow's very much rooted in fear. And unless fear kicks in as a biological fight or flight response to keep you safe, then fear is basically diminishing you at your best. It's, it's, it's keeping you away from your light. It's keeping you away from your, your brightness and your greatness. And so, no, I, I would say no. Some people might say yes, but I would say no. I don't, I don't think it would be helpful. So when you were in the jail, mm-hmm. what's the worst shadow you've seen? The darkest of a person or humanity. Okay. The, I think I've mentioned this before. I don't – he's – and I have spoken to several serial killers, countless of murderers, thousands of pedophiles, like people that you – I they all had souls. I could see everyone's soul. This one person who would come in for minute stuff, but we all knew that he had committed murder and um, – the court system, any technicality, he couldn't be charged with it. He was black. There was nothing. There was nothing there. I've been in maximum security. I was managing down at Long Bay for a while. I've really seen some, like sitting in my office uh, opposite me. They've all had souls, even the serial killers. But this one particular person, he was just, he was black. Remember, I told you the story about. I got a referral to see him and I really, really did not want to see him because I just didn't like him in my space at all. And um, I I had to see him and I tried to hold it off for as much as I could and I couldn't. It was the first time that I'd used my spirituality at work because I tried to shut that side of myself out and I was sitting in my office and I'm like, angels, if you're there and you exist, can a million of you fill my office? Can you keep me safe? He made, he just made me feel really unwell. I don't want him in here. Can this go smoothly? And then I asked the officer to go and get him and I could hear him walking up the corridor and I was becoming so tense. He went to walk into my office. So he was standing on linoleum in the corridor and carpet in my office and he went to step his foot onto the carpet and he couldn't. And he went to look at me and he couldn't look at me. And I'm like, are you coming in? And he went to do it again and he couldn't get his foot in the office. And he said he wouldn't look at me. He turned his head to the side and he said, there's been a mistake. And I said, I've got a referral. Here's your name. Is this your name? And he goes, there's been a mistake. I don't want to come here. And he asked the officer to take him back. And I was like, yes, thank you, angels. The angels won. The angels were there. <laughs> thank you, angels. I did not want him near me. So there was something there or not there? There was something not there. It I can't explain it because I've never come across anybody but him that didn't have a soul. Even people who have done heinous, horrible things to multiple, multiple people, they're still reachable. They're still like that soul, like higher self in there. But him, no, I I can't explain his energy. It was something that I hope I never run into again. I hope so too. So our shadow self can harm us if we don't. Oh, absolutely. Do the work. It can create illness. People end up with illness and stuff. People end up with 
addiction, people end up with mental health problems. It, it can really, like anxiety. One of my coaches, Lorna Johnson, and I really encourage people to look up her stuff. Um, her website is Lux Godhead, L-U-X-E, Godhead. And she created this tool for shadow alchemy. And she's been the best that I've seen talk about it and talk about where she's come from and how she discovered shadow alchemy where she'd been diagnosed with a couple of different mental health illnesses and been put on medication she was bordering on being suicidal and then sort of had this epiphany around shadow alchemy and created a seven-figure business in 10 months and now she teaches it and I I highly recommend people look at her stuff because it can completely change your life from rock bottom to the your greatest self okay want to save your soul review us on apple podcast Beg? Yes. <laughs> Tell me about your shadow side. Oh, my goodness. Well, I told you the, the narcissistic <laughs> part. I, if I'm feeling drowned out by the collective of fear, I retreat. I stop talking to people. I'm a really crap friend. I don't socialise. I keep to myself and I really diminish myself, which doesn't help me showing up for the people that need me to show up for them. You know, I kind of like isolate myself and become too insular. There's nothing wrong with isolating, but I do it to the point where sometimes I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't leave the house. I haven't walked out the front door for two weeks. Just things like that. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for my autoimmune stuff. It's not healthy for, you know, engaging with people and building relationships and stuff. So that's something that I'm trying to work on at the moment. I get so shy around other people that people think that I'm really arrogant and aloof and I just kind of freeze. I can remember at one of your events, a lady came up to me and she goes, oh, you're Rebecca Gibson. I've listened to all your podcasts and I've been on your website and I've been watching this and I like froze. I must have come across as so rude. I just froze. I just had this total anxiety and freaked out. And a good friend, Denise, who gets that all the time, came up and she goes, she just whispers, breathe say, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> um, I'm like, I took a breath. It's so nice to see you. And I, I, could, I could imagine if that was me and if I had gone up to someone that I was excited to see because I appreciated their work and that's how they reacted, I would have taken it personally, Yeah, which is part of shadow. Yeah, But I didn't want her to think it had anything to do with her. It was absolutely – I wanted to go running out the door. Yeah, Denise is like, just go to the bathroom <laughs> and breathe again. I'm like, breathing yeah it's different for everyone i've done a lot of shadow alchemy so now mine is like some people think that well that's not much but mm. yeah and, and interestingly earlier today i was in here recording another podcast with tracy lynch and she was talking about emdr oh yeah therapy she's a counselor so that's one of the therapies that she uses and i was sitting there while she was talking and creating a list in my head of all, probably all my little shadows, mm. but things and issues that I'm like, okay, I maybe need to go and, um, not that I need to, but I, I, I'd like to go and address those and, you know, go try out that therapy. So I'm guessing that's something as well, like going and having kinesiology or EMDR therapy or counseling or something. But I, I suppose the biggest thing from my understanding is actually having self-awareness. It's so important. To be to acknowledge and look within and go, hang on, I can see I'm doing that. I'm feeling this way. It's so important, especially around the shame and the guilt 
Yeah. Because that will affect your life. The more shame that you decide to carry with you will impact you in some way, be it physically, emotionally, within your environment. Brene Brown does some amazing stuff around shame. I highly recommend all of her books. Yeah, she's done a lot of studies, PhD stuff. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, we've talked about seven ways that you can address or work with your shadow. But again, you could actually, if, if you think that shadow is crippling or or having a really negative effect on your life and relationships, you could also, you can do the alchemy, but you could also go and, and have some counselling or some therapy. Yeah, hopefully... Hopefully a lot of therapists, be it they in psychiatry or psychology, will end up integrating shadow work and shadow alchemy into what they do. And yeah, yeah hopefully, because we all benefit from it. And the more we do individually, the greater it is for the collective. Yeah. And so do you do shadow work with people through Absolutely. your business? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really big on it now. I actually had a client today and had a big channel for something around her business that channeled a bunch of stuff around Shadow Alchemy. And I'm like, oh, there's a course sitting there. I'm just yeah. parked that to the side. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this course now. Yeah, because yeah, I love it. It's it's essential. Yeah. So, Soul Sisters, if you're listening, if you're still listening to this episode, maybe take the time to not give in to any shame or guilt that arises when you start to have those negative thoughts or you might see yourself behave in a way that is probably not in alignment with your soul or who you are or what you stand for. But also think about it as, you know what, this is just a bit of my shadow side and I can work with that. I can heal that. Exactly. Don't squish it down and don't don't bypass it. Don't squish it. Don't bypass it. Look at it, examine it, hold it. And yeah, and be kind to yourself. And be kind to yourself and heal it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Beg. Thank Thanks you. Thanks again for, for coming me. in and sharing thank your you. beautiful wisdoms. I love doing these things. So do I. He doesn't love a chat in a podcast <laughs> studio. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, now, Beck, if people yes. want to find out about you, how do they do that? Okay, my website is www.rebeccagibson, so the old fashioned R E B E C A, gibson.com.au, or you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Rebecca Gibson Psychic Medium. Yeah, spiritual strategist and psychic medium. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Soul Sister. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com.